The following program is furnished by PN Enterprises Incorporated. It's time for another edition of Peter's Life Coaching Principles. For those who are just joining us, don't change that dial because the information you will hear could very well change your life. Your host, Peter Nielsen, is a recognized radio and TV host, author, and health and fitness expert. Millions of listeners will recognize him from his nationally syndicated TV series, Peter Nielsen Life Coaching on Discovery Life Channel. Peter was diagnosed with Crohn's disease at the age of 15, which nearly took his life. And against all odds, he went on to win over 50 national and international bodybuilding titles and continues to motivate and educate his listeners on how to learn his approach to a healthy lifestyle. Keep listening for valuable advice on supplements, proper nutrition, exercise, and life skills. Peter will encourage you to have faith and believe in yourself and will also tell you about the latest medical breakthroughs. When Aubio Cold Sore Treatment Gel was brought to the attention of American billionaire success story John Paul DeJoria, co-founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Systems and Patron Spirits, he immediately invested in Aubio with hopes of giving cold sore sufferers another option to treat their cold sore pain and itching. Did you know that according to the World Health Organization, an estimated 3.7 billion people worldwide under the age of 50 have the virus that causes cold sores? If you are a cold sore sufferer, you are not alone. Try Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel for fast and effective temporary relief of the pain and itching from cold sores. We recommend keeping Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel on hand so you are ready for when you first feel the pain or itching of a cold sore. In your purse, in your car, or in your gym bag, apply Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel at the first sign of pain and itching from a cold sore for fast and effective temporary relief. Obio is available at Rite Aid, Bed Bath & Beyond, and other fine retailers. Is there something in your life that you want to change? Maybe it's your weight or how you feel on the inside. I can help. Allow me to be your personal life coach. You can have Peter as your personal life coach by just going to PeterNielsen.com. For only $9.99 a month, Peter will give you daily exercise and nutrition tips and a personal motivational message. You'll also receive a personalized meal plan, a newsletter, and access to Peter's 30-day challenge, which has helped thousands of people get their life back on track. Peter has really helped me to bring a sense of fulfillment and purpose back to my life. If you act now, Peter has a special gift for you, a seven-day free trial. Time waits for no one. Let's get better together now. To sign up for Peter's personal life coaching, go to peternielsen.com. Welcome to Peter's Life Coaching Principles. And now, the host of our show, TV author, radio fitness expert, Peter Nielsen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to my life coaching show. I'm Peter Nielsen. And whether you're listening from the West Coast, the East Coast, my friends up in Canada, or right here in the state of Michigan, welcome. I'm glad to be here for this next hour to serve. The topic tonight is living with addictions and how to get into recovery, how to identify it if you're living with a loved one and how not to be in denial or a co-enabler uh, to uh, something that um, 
could just spiral you to um, to a place of darkness. And uh, for many people that know my story, you know, I've had two near-death experiences with Crohn's disease. And uh, growing up, I grew up with uh, an alcoholic. My dad was uh, an addict to alcohol as well as to smoking. And and um, I think that the collateral damage of living with um, an addict <clears throat> was uh, immense. And um, it just basically, um, the way that you look at people or the lack of trust you have or the lack of ability to be intimate because of the the disconnect and the disbelief because the metrics was broken at such a young age. We're going to be talking about how to heal and how to get out of that stuck mode. Addiction is all about isolation. It's about a disconnect. Uh, it's about basically hiding something that is controlling you. Um, and recovery is about shedding light on something, asking for help. It's about unity. Be unity. It's about a connection. And that's what I want to talk about. It's near and dear to my heart because it's affected my own family, my dad, who died at 49 years young. And the biggest lesson I learned from my dad was what not to do. So we're going to have um, a few testimonies that are just amazing. Um, it's going to put capital letters on the word hope. And I always say that Peter's Principles is really about one word. It's about hope, and in my world, hope means having optimum positive emotions about something that seems nearly impossible. And whatever you're going through in your life right now, you're listening to this show for a reason. So whether you are medicating yourself with food, uh, with sex, um, um, whether you're going and you're, you're medicating yourself with cocaine or a joint or alcohol, I just need to just say that um, the enemy is a liar, and to truly shed light on this, um, you don't need to live in the problem. Uh, there is a solution, and hopefully this uh, show, you're, you're listening for a reason, and uh, there'll be uh, a wonderful doctor, Dr. Uh, Kenneth Adams, that specializes in addiction, um, and um, he will go through the different uh, aspects especially if you're a family member and you're, um, you're identifying that there's some problems when it comes to your, your family or a loved one that may be going through uh, this isolation, this dark moment of their lives. Um, the greatest thing is that uh, failure is not final and we get an opportunity to get it right, but we do need help. Um, exercise is an incredible um, it's an incredible vehicle to help with recovery. We're finding out a study after study that when a person's going through recovery or withdrawals, that exercise with the endorphins actually help them um, with a better success rate. Uh, nutrition is critical because you're taking care of your temple. You're, you're giving your body nutrients so that you're going to feel good from the inside out. You know, 
I think one of the biggest things that I learned when someone looks at me and after winning 50 bodybuilding titles and, and living with a disease that has wanted to take me out now twice, Crohn's disease, um, and there's no cure for it, you would look at me like you would look at the cover of a book. And <clears throat> on the surface, I look strong. And you see this this man that has muscles and that looks like the picture of health. But what I try to tell each and every person that I meet wherever I travel in the world is that you need to start from the inside out. I call it soul strength because you could be successful in business or think that you're successful in marriage and and have like this life that looks unbelievable from the outside. But if you don't love yourself, if you're hiding behind an addiction, if you're medicating yourself or eroticizing your your life in, in certain areas, if you're truly out of control and something has you, then things will crumble. So to truly have soul strength, it is truly forgiving yourself, getting help, and getting strong spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, and then the physical comes, and then you are successful in life. You, Your integrity, your character, the choices you make truly define who you are. So open up your mind and your spirit and uh, listen to the guests coming up in the segments to come and hopefully it will touch your life. I challenge you to get off the couch and get on the ball. Just give me 10 minutes to personally train you on my new amazing invention, the ball bike. The ball bike is the world's first combination of core ball, cardio bike, and resistance bands, so you can begin to achieve total fitness in just 10 minutes a day. You get a total body workout while riding on air without the discomfort of a hard bike seat or impact on a pounding treadmill. A recent university test showed the ball bike was the number one calorie burner to speed weight loss, more than treadmills, elliptical machines, and spinning. Plus, you'll firm and tone your thighs, hips, glutes, abs, waist, and upper body. This workout isn't just fast, it's fun. I'll lead you through a different movement every minute, so your workout will be fun but never boring. My ball bike features a smooth, quiet flywheel with adjustable resistance and both front and back bands with bearing resistance. Its sturdy steel frame adjusts to fit your height and the electronics are cool. They provide time, distance, speed and calories burned. With my ball bike, there are no excuses to be in the best shape of your life now. It's fast, fun and impact free. So get off the couch, get on the ball, by giving me just 10 minutes a day, I challenge you to believe again. The path to a better life starts and ends with you. Are you up to the challenge? Lost 125 pounds, and these are the jeans I used to wear. Gave my family, my kids their father back, my wife their husband back. I was a size 20, 30 in jeans. I will never wear these again. <laughs> Join the Zerbita Transformation Challenge 
and find the path to the best version of yourself. If you want it bad enough, you will get it done. Sign up at ZervitaCoach.com. Welcome to Peter's Life Coaching Principles. Now, here is world-renowned fitness expert, Peter Nielsen. Welcome back. I'm Peter Nielsen, and it's my honor to serve this hour. And if you're just tuning in anywhere in the country, uh, welcome. It's my honor to be your personal life coach. Monday through Friday, 10.30 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And wherever you're listening, I just hope you had a wonderful day. If you're just tuning in anywhere in the country, this entire show has been about dealing and recovering um, with addictions. And, you know, for many people that know uh, parts of my story, um, you know, my dad, uh, you know, my whole metrics when it comes to trust and intimacy was broken because my dad was addicted to, um, to alcohol and to tobacco and uh, there was a lot of abuse in my family and the collateral damage of addiction is immense and Peter's Principles really is about one word. It's about having optimum positive emotions about something that seems nearly impossible. And to me, that is all about hope. And, uh, you know, faith is the substance we hope for. So whatever you're going through right now, there's a reason why you're on the phone um, and the reason why you're listening to this uh, radio show. And um, I have a I have a guest um that is on the phone uh, right now, and uh, his name is uh, Chuck. He's from Wisconsin. Uh, he's 42 years old, and uh, um, he wants to share his story and hopefully give a lot of people hope that's battling with uh, addiction. Um, and uh, he started uh, with alcohol and uh, with uh, drugs uh, at the age of uh, 12 years of age and um, you know God intervened and helped him stop and uh, he's got an incredible testimony so uh, I'd like to welcome him uh, this evening to uh, Peter's Principles and uh, thank you Chuck for uh, for calling in and uh, for sharing your story how are you doing this evening I'm really good I'm I'm great to glad to be on the show with you you know and like I mentioned it's like you know I lived with a dad who died at 49 years young from smoking and drinking and the biggest thing that I learned was what not to do as a man and the collateral Mm -hmm. damage has been immense and it's taken decades for me to heal and only Mm -hmm. by God's grace and his favor has he has he truly uh, made me a new creation in in Christ. So I want you to just take us through the years when you were under the influence and this was controlling you. What was your typical day like? Well, actually, I, I, I want to just uh, um, actually I was a bit a lot younger than than I was actually seven when I started. Wow. Uh, yeah, seven years old, and I was just in an environment. Uh, I grew up in between, right in between two bars, so um, that was the lifestyle. That was that was where it was at. So partially, um, my drug and alcohol use was environmental and and genetic, I think too. But uh, in the height of my using, I would say a typical day, you know, was well, I woke up and and uh, you know I you know light up a joint or whatever a bowl marijuana and uh and it was just the day was spent it was spent the getting and finding ways to use to use more it just that was my goal just to to escape reality to not 
to not be a part of this because I just didn't feel like I could do it. To be honest with you, what made like, you hit? What made you hit? I mean, when was it that you hit rock bottom? You know, and everyone has this rock bottom where you hit, yeah. and you're just saying to yourself, "It's like you know, I'm 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 doing 80 miles an hour, and I'm a freight yeah. train, and I'm going to crash into a wall, and you know, yeah. you you need to seek help." or you know that you're not going to be here long. Right. Well, what happened to me, I'll, I'll, uh, what happened to me was I was um uh, I would say a senior in high school and I was, you know, at the at the height of my using career. A lot of people start then, but I was at the height of it. And um I was in a car accident. I wasn't driving, but I was in the passenger seat and then I was in a coma for uh, about 2-3 months. I don't remember offhand. And um I didn't quit using right then, but things really downward spiraled after that. And in the end, for me, when I actually hit rock bottom, I remember um, when I was a kid on the street I grew up on, there was a guy who hung himself. And I remember seeing that. So when I was at my bottom, um, I thought that's how I'm going to do it. And I was desperate. I was, I was just completely, I had no reason to live. And I was, you know, I was not an old, I was 18. And I had this rope around my neck, and I, I was just going to end it. I was like, there's no other way out. And I fell to my knees, and I remember it was a plywood floor, and um, I just I couldn't find a place to tie the rope is why I didn't go through with it. And I think that was God, God, the divinity. And I fell to my knees, and I started crying, and I said, if there is a God, I need help. And at that point, things things began to happen apart from myself. I, I believe now I had nothing to do with the events that took place after that. You know, when, when I'm, I'm listening to you and it's like, you know, I, I hear your humility. I hear humbleness. I, see, I hear a, a softer heart. I mean, for people all over the country that maybe are high right now listening, they may be literally at a point where they're saying, I don't want Monday morning to come. I right. mean, what message of hope can you give to encourage others who are battling an addiction? That they don't have to do it alone. The main thing, that's that's the gift that God gave me, is he, he showed, he told me, he showed himself to me, and, and I've had... A, I've had a blessing of, of uh, fellowship um, since then to let me know that I'm not alone. And I think that's the biggest thing is, is not wanting to go on is because we don't think we're, we have anyone on our side. We don't think anyone's there to help us. And God showed me it is not true. That's a lie from the pits of hell. I mean, God is ready and able to help anybody. You know, I, I always say that, um, I always say that, Addiction is isolation, and recover yeah. and recovery is is literally, as you just said, it's it's almost a liberating feeling of shedding light on something that then will will just heal, and yeah. it, it's 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 amazing when we, in the middle of that storm and we can't see land, you know, or we're in the desert or we're in the valley. And mm-hmm. we feel there's no way out when we truly surrender, you know, yeah. and, and get out of our own way. It's mm-hmm. amazing on the plan that 
the man upstairs has for each and every one of us because we're all diamonds and whatever we've yeah. had in the past <clears throat> or whatever situation that we've had, uh, a lot yeah. of the things that I, I've learned from my life is that, you know, my dad said I was a failure. He said that I was, mm. I was a waste. And mm -hmm. um, I turned to my heavenly father. And I think that one of the greatest things that the Lord taught me was failure is not final <laughs> right you know it really doesn't have to be final what are you doing now and you know a lot of times we 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 teach what we want to learn and mm -hmm. i appreciate so much that you're on this show and you're helping yeah. other people so what are you doing with your life now and how long have you been clean i've been clean um it, it it's 24 plus years so since 1988 is when i when i hit bottom and when I got into recovery. I've been been in recovery, you know, close of recovery, you know, since then. And um and I work and, and the main the main objective for me is it's not the longer I'm in recovery is I realize I don't know all that much and it's not about me. This is about helping the new guy the walking in the door, new guy or girl someone who's still who's in the same spot I was 24 years ago and needs that message of hope needs to know you know what you don't have to do it alone we're all here for you and 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 there's hope there is you know? hope. and yeah hey listen the I continue I'm sorry we have a few seconds I was just left. gonna say quick the therapeutic value of one addict or alcoholic helping another is without parallel yeah I I, I totally agree with you and I just um I just appreciate you uh, calling in, and um, and I'm sure that um, a lot of people throughout the country are listening, and uh, the most important thing is you're not alone and to get help. And I say God bless you, uh, Chuck, and thank you for being on Peter's Principles this evening. All right, brother. God bless. God bless you. Listen, when we come back, we'll be talking uh, to uh, an expert in the field, so uh, stick around, and uh, we'll be right back. The path to a better life starts and ends with you. Are you up to the challenge? Lost 125 pounds, and these are the jeans I used to wear. Gave my family, my kids their father back, my wife their husband back. I was a size 20, 30 in jeans. I will never wear these again. <laughs> Join the Zervita Transformation Challenge and find the path to the best version of yourself. If you want it bad enough, you will get it done. Sign up at ZervitaCoach.com. When Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel was brought to the attention of American billionaire success story John Paul DeJoria, co-founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Systems and Patron Spirits, he immediately invested in Obio with hopes of giving cold sore sufferers another option to treat their cold sore pain and itching. Did you know that according to the World Health Organization, an estimated 3.7 billion people worldwide under the age of 50 have the virus that causes cold sores? If you are a cold sore sufferer, you are not alone. Try Obvio Cold Sore Treatment Gel for fast and effective temporary relief of the pain and itching from cold sores. We recommend keeping Obvio Cold Sore Treatment Gel on hand so you are ready for when you first feel the pain or itching of a cold sore. 
in your purse, in your car, or in your gym bag. Apply Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel at the first sign of pain and itching from a cold sore for fast and effective temporary relief. Obio is available at Rite Aid, Bed Bath & Beyond, and other fine retailers. Is there something in your life that you want to change? Maybe it's your weight or feeling better about yourself. I can help. Allow me to be your personal life coach. Peter is excited to share his new digestive health system, which includes two digestive supplements, access to his daily life coaching, and weekly digestive video seminars. Let Peter share his knowledge with you. Act now. Time waits for no one. Let's get better together now. To purchase Peter's digestive health system, go to peternielsen.com. Pumping you up to the best you can be. This is Peter's Life Coaching Principles with fitness expert Peter Nielsen. Hi everyone, welcome to my Life Coaching Show. I'm Peter Nielsen and whether you're listening from the West Coast, the East Coast, my friends up in Canada or right here in the state of Michigan, welcome. I'm glad to be here for this next hour to serve. You know, I always say that Peter's Principles is really about one word, it's about hope and you need to definitely have hope and believe in yourself because, you know, the wildest thing is the common denominator of people giving up in life is that they lose belief in themselves. And, you know, we could actually live weeks without food and days without water, minutes without oxygen. But in my world, if you don't have hope, you're cooked. And I have a specialist uh, that is joining us now. His name is Dr. Kenneth Adams. He's from Royal Oak, Michigan. He is an author um, and an expert in the field uh, with addiction. And he's an author of When He's Married to Mom, Silently Seduced, and Clinical Management of Sex Addiction. And uh, it is my privilege to have Dr. Uh, Kenneth Adams on the phone this evening. And welcome to Peter's Principles. Thank you for having me. You know, I think that so many people in this country that are listening right now, doctor, you know, they would, they would think that maybe their loved one doesn't have a problem or that they don't have a problem. I think right from the top, can you explain as an expert in the field, and I've heard you speak and, and you've helped so many people across the country, can you begin with what's the difference between having a bad habit and an actual addiction? Well, let me say that the, let me start with the definition of addiction, and that'll help us flush out your answer. Addiction always involves uh, compulsion, repeated behaviors, and significant consequences, and loss of control. And in spite of the consequences, the return to the behavior and the escalation of the behavior, and then uh, significant problems in the area of the interpersonal lives and the relationships in the addict's life. When we see people with bad habits, you know, habits are more um, able to respond to efforts of the will. And people can break bad habits, you know, with some support, sometimes just through their own positive thinking. Addictions do not respond to that. Uh, we have, you know, we treat addicts all the time, and, and addicts have made uh, Herculean efforts uh, with their will, with their positive thinking, with their attendance at church to try to break what they think is a bad habit when, in fact, they have an addiction. And all addiction is occurring in the brain. And what's unique about addiction um, is that inherent in the disorder is the concept of denial. So oftentimes a person's life will, will careen out of control, have significant severe consequences, 
and then have their life layered with unmanageability um, and, and the difficulty to manage that, and then to return to the addiction to deal with the impact of the addiction, and pretty soon you have a very negative cycle, much different than a habit or a bad habit. You know, and on that note, it's like, you know, so many people that I've met in my own life and speaking all over the world, it's like I've seen the most incredible people that are great in one area, and then in another area, they're having a problem or they have an addiction. And I think that the denial aspect is when they're saying, I could be the CEO of this company or I could be this successful. And how can I not, you know, how can I not break this addiction? I mean, I could do this. And I think that one of the biggest problems, at least hearing from so many different people across the country who write into Peter's Principles, is that that one of the biggest problems with a lie is that they can do it alone and they keep it in the dark. You know, and my next question to you is, are people predisposed to addiction because of genetics or their parents? Because as I mentioned when I opened up the show, you know, my dad died at 49 years young and he was a raving, mad, angry alcoholic addicted to nicotine and to alcohol. And it has created collateral damage even in my life when it comes to the metrics of trust being broken. So can you answer that question? I mean, is, is addiction genetic or, or when it comes to parents? How does that play into that? Well, there are different uh, theories about that, and, and there does seem to be some suggestion that some uh, children are more temperamentally uh, sensitive and more prone to uh, suffering uh, the insults of childhood dysfunction, and they're more likely to, say, use food, sex, drugs, or alcohol to medicate their feelings. But the evidence is unclear about whether there's a, a true genetic marker for addictions. We know that uh, addicts typically come from high-stress, chronic stress families where there's dysfunction, abuse, trauma, alcoholism, or what we like to say now, misattunement where the parents just really aren't tuning into the child and they just the child just becomes an extension of the parents lives rather than the parent tuning into the child and we get this sort of chronic neglect so we always see a predisposition from the family system the exception i would say is that we we now have a group of people who have mild vulnerabilities who would never be addicts if they weren't exposed to high intensity arousal systems like the internet for example so we, we get people in our office routinely who, who would never be in our offices if they had not turned on the Internet and started getting into pornography and websites and chatting and sexting and, and so on and so forth. There's something about high-intensity arousal that seems to alter brain neurochemistry even without a precondition of family dysfunction or family genetics. Interesting. Um, so we're, we're, what we're seeing with addiction is addiction is happening in the brain regardless of the method of transport, meaning you don't need to be drinking alcohol or smoking a joint or taking cocaine for the brain to alter. High arousal, you know, gambling, sex, where the brain is overstimulated and the reward centers of the brain are being flooded, the dopamine in the brain increases, and at some point the brain can't take it any longer and it makes adjustments. And it stops uh, processing the dopamine, but the brain still remembers the high. And the brain begins to want what it once has, want what it once had. And that's where we have the essence of addiction. And, and really the, the problem with, with addicts is that addiction is really a function of brain memory. The brain recalls the high even in the face of the severe consequences.
Wow. That is why it's so difficult for an addict to break the pattern. It's because the, the addiction is happening in the brain regardless of the method of transport. So that's a long answer to your question. So even if there isn't a predisposition, if we have mild vulnerabilities, say social anxiety, mild depression, things that would not necessarily drive somebody into treatment, put them in front of a computer, <clears throat> and if they've got the right curiosity, it doesn't take long before the brain is co-opted and hooked. You know, and, and, and I've heard you and some of your tapes and some of your uh, talks, you know, an, an addict or when someone gets to that, that mode, it's like they say, screw it. It's like, you know, I mean, look at, look at President Clinton. I mean, he was probably one of the best presidents. And at one moment in the Oval Office, office he said, screw it. And Tiger Woods, he's, he, he was at the, uh, the pinnacle of his game. And at one particular point in his life, he felt entitled above the law. So my question to you is for people that are listening throughout the country and they're living with an addict or they are one right now, how can they get help and what are the signs of denial if you're living with somebody and how can we get them help? Good question. Well, the best uh, explanation of denial that I ever heard, and I don't know the source, but I'll, if I, so if I could give credit, I would, but I love the definition and I'll say it here for you. Denial is the inability to correctly perceive an unacceptable or painful reality about ourselves or somebody else. <laughs> and I just love that definition. It means that reality is staring us in the face and we don't like it and we're going to turn it into something else. We'll rationalize, we'll minimize, we'll deny, <clears throat> we'll intellectualize it away, or we'll, we'll do what's called sincere delusion. We'll take a little lie and a little truth and we'll mix it together like a cocktail and we'll produce a new truth that we think is the truth. And addicts have layers of these systems of denial that are very difficult to break through. So the first order of business around hope, and I heard you talk about hope, is to come up against and realize that facing reality is our friend. That's where we need to start. And with addiction, unlike bad habits, addiction requires assistance. So the sooner you get assistance, the better. The longer you wait, the more difficult it is to break an addiction. So I would recommend to your listeners to seek out appropriate, uh, <clears throat> skilled, and certified addiction therapists. Uh, you can always use your 12-step meetings. There's a 12-step meeting, support meetings going on. There are meetings in people's churches. There are lots of resources for addiction problems today. You know, I just want to thank, I'm here again with uh, Dr. Ken Adams and uh, he's just, uh, he has an abundance of information, and if you want to reach him, you could call him at, um, and it, all it is is help is, is a call away. It's 248-398-0740, or he has uh, two websites. One is uh, Dr. Dr. DrKenAdams.com, uh, and the other one is Sexual Health um, slash um, addiction.com and I just want to thank you for all that you do I mean you help so many people doctor and you're a gem to this uh, community so God bless you and uh, thank you for being on Peter's Principles my ple uh, pleasure Peter take care of yourself thank you when we come back we'll be talking to uh, some more people on uh, some incredible testimonies um, on their journey of recovery
When Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel was brought to the attention of American billionaire success story John Paul DeJoria, co-founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Systems and Patron Spirits, he immediately invested in Obio with hopes of giving cold sore sufferers another option to treat their cold sore pain and itching. Did you know that according to the World Health Organization, an estimated 3.7 billion people worldwide under the age of 50 have the virus that causes cold sores? If you are a cold sore sufferer, you are not alone. Try Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel for fast and effective temporary relief of the pain and itching from cold sores. We recommend keeping Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel on hand so you are ready for when you first feel the pain or itching of a cold sore. In your purse, in your car, or in your gym bag. Apply Obio Cold Sore Treatment Gel at the first sign of pain and itching from a cold sore for fast and effective temporary relief. Obio is available at Rite Aid, Bed Bath & Beyond, and other fine retailers. The path to a better life starts and ends with you. Are you up to the challenge? Lost 125 pounds, and these are the jeans I used to wear. Gave my family, my kids their father back, my wife their husband back. I was a size 20, 30 in jeans. I will never wear these again. (laughs) Join the Zervita Transformation Challenge and find the path to the best version of yourself. If you want it bad enough, you will get it done. Sign up at ZervitaCoach.com. Welcome to Peter's Life Coaching Principles. And now, the host of our show, TV author, radio fitness expert, Peter Nielsen. Welcome back. I'm Peter Nielsen, and it's my honor to serve this hour. And if you're just tuning in anywhere in the country, uh, welcome. It's my honor to be your personal life coach. Monday through Friday, 10.30 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And wherever you're listening, I just hope you had a wonderful day. Joining me now on the phone is uh, Bert Nordstrand. Uh, He's an author um, of a book called Living with the Enemy. And he's also a former addict himself. He has recovered from compulsive overeating, um, alcohol, sex, gambling, and exercise Uh, He has an incredible testimony, and he's helping a lot of people in this country today with a a food recovery program retreat, and I'll have him talk about it. And uh, thank you very much, uh, Bert, for being on the phone uh, this evening, and welcome to Peter's Principles. Well, thank you, Peter. Good to be with you. You know, I think first, you know, and I know we're going to be focusing on food addiction, but can you first briefly share just on how you were spiraling out of control and how long you have been uh, in recovery? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Peter. At, at about age 40, uh, I had given up all the other addictions, all the other uh, things that I was using to try to control my life, trying to make me feel more normal, and I was left with one, and that was food. And I had successfully lost the weight, but I was living a life of binging and purging and controlling my weight that way, and it was getting more and more uncomfortable. And somewhere along the line, and this was 33 years ago, Peter, I ended up in a group that one or two people talked about compulsive overeating or food addiction, and it's the first time I ever heard about it. And I I found a group, I got involved with a program that is similar to uh, alcoholic anonymous program based on the big big book based on the 12 steps of aa where they told me there was hope 
There was hope for binge eating. There was hope for compulsive overeating. I latched on to it, and I never looked back, and that was 33 years ago. Wow. Praise God. Now, you know, I know that you're doing so much in the Minneapolis area. Can you explain about your retreat and how that works and how you could help people? Yeah, I'd be happy to. After years of living this program, the program of letting go and unletting God and realizing that I can't do it alone, why I had this dream, this vision, and it's amazing how that works. Dreams often, dreams often become visions, visions often become reality, and that reality for me not only was writing my book and sharing my life story of, of addiction and recovery, but also of being able to uh, found uh, a five-day residential retreat to help people with food addictions. And we not only use the retreat, we're now, we're now a year old. It's called CORE uh, Retreats, and CORE is the Latin word for heart, and that's how we came up with the name. But it's a five-day residential retreat for people struggling with compulsive overeating or, or binge eating or, or, or food addiction. But we found, after a couple hundred people going through our retreat, is that there's, and what I've heard from, uh, you know, the Cleveland Clinic, the Mayo Clinic, and lots of places, that food addiction and overweight is one of the number one reasons for health problems in America today. Seventy percent of the beds would be empty if it wasn't for obesity or overweight. And... Uh, Peter, we're saving lives, we're changing lives. We're a five we're a five day residential program located in Wyzetta, Minnesota, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, where we teach people how to live without binge eating, without compulsively overeating, uh, without uh, for the most part eating sugar, white flour, and living uh, happy, joyous, and free lives. Amazing. Listen, before we end this subject, how can people reach you? Uh, probably the best way is to check us out on coremn.org. Check out our website, uh, coremn.org, and uh, it's uh, very, very easy to reach us. Uh, we're available. We're one of a kind. There isn't anything like us in, in, in the United States, and uh, uh, we're saving lives, Peter. Well, I just want to say God bless you, and thank you, and I'm so glad that that God is using you to help so many people. And it's amazing when we're obedient and we surrender and we do ask for help. You know, we have this incredible life, uh, not a meteorocracy of a life, but a, a life that's just destined on what we were supposed to do. And it's to live with greatness and to live in victory and to finish the race strong. So I'm just rooting for you and everyone that goes through your program. And thank you for being on Peter's Principles this evening. It's a pleasure, and uh, and miracles are happening, and uh, check us out. Thank you. If you're living with an addiction right now, you don't have to live in the problem anymore. There is a solution, and all you really need to do is pick up the phone and ask for help. I mean, you're a phone call away. You're listening to this show for a reason. Um, I like to, before the show closes, I like to share uh, an email that came in from, from, um, from a viewer from my television show. And she writes, the words that have yet been spoken, the things I need to say, 
to voice what's in my heart. I just can't find a way. I've fought with my emotions. I've held them deep inside. I didn't want to face what for so long I've tried to hide. I've been lost within the dark. For so long I've seen no light, holding on to the memory of the time when things were right. I looked upon your face and seen the sadness in your eyes, the battle of addiction you no longer can disguise. I've prayed to find the answers of what I myself must do, and I've prayed for the strength to fight through the hell that I'm going through. I've held on for so long, but I can no longer watch you die. I cannot fight this for you, but Lord knows I've tried. It's just so hard to watch the one you love slowly slip away. That's why I just blocked it out and held on to yesterday. I don't have all the answers or the power to save your soul. It's only up to you and God, and I wish you nothing but the best. This is coming from um, a woman who is just totally beside herself when it comes to dealing with a husband that is a drug addict. And um, I just want to end the show that wherever you are, whatever you're going through, whatever storm you're in, where you can't see land, you're in the valley, and you feel as though that you think you have everything going and you could fake everyone out, but you're going around that same mountain over and over and over again. And there's this one thing in your life called the stronghold that's got you. It's got a stronghold on you and it's taking the life that you're supposed to live away from you and your family. I could tell you firsthand that addiction has collateral damage for the entire family. See, addiction is about a disconnect. It's about isolation. And recovery is wonderful. It's about unity. It's about connecting. It's about truly learning how to love yourself so that you can love others. Isn't that what life is all about? It's taken me decades to heal from the abuse I had from my father, feeling like a lone wolf because living with an addict is just hell in itself. So my prayer, my wish for everyone that is listening is to do something uh, for the people that you love, whether it's an intervention, uh, but shed light on it and live the life that you're destined to live. Until tomorrow, I'm Peter Nielsen, your personal life coach. Have a great night, everyone.